Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Ocean State Sidelines. I'm Brandon McGarris, sports writer with the Pawtucket Times when soccer call. Pleased to be joined by the newest member of the Friar family. He uh, supplied a verbal commitment to the Friars on Monday night. Say hello to Drew Fielder, class of 2023 from out in Southern California Academy. Drew, I appreciate you joining me and you know, congratulations on your decision. Uh, we'll talk about it, but um, welcome to the Friar family. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Um, Drew, we, we'll get into, obviously, your recruitment. That obviously led you to select PC, but let's start in the beginning. And initially, football was the big sport that you played. Uh, just talk about your passion for football growing up and, you know, what position did you play? Yeah, so so growing up in, uh, you know, Meridian, Idaho, you know, it's, you know, Idaho is just big on football. So that's just kind of what I got thrown into early. And I just became like a real fan for it. Um, you know, I just was, I knew every single, you know, NFL legend. I knew what everything was going on in the NFL. And I just had a lot of fun playing it. And, you know, growing up, I was always bigger than the other kids. So like in little kid football, we called it optimist. Um, I ended up having to, um, you know, go up a, I guess go up a grade in the football team because I was too big. Like I didn't make the weight limit. So, you know, I was just, I was big, but, you know, I was competing against kids older than me. So they just, they threw me on the offensive line when I was younger. And I, I didn't, it was just, it was just a lot, you know, offensive line isn't too fun when you're a kid. And then as I got older, I think my last year of like peewee football, I, I got to play my kids my own age. And I, um, I played, I think I played like wide receiver or slot. And so I could run some route and make some catches. And I really, that's when really I was about to have fun. I think that was in, I think the seventh grade. And I was having fun. I was doing my thing. And then I think it was the second game. I was uh, playing defense. I think I was, I think I played DN for that team as well. I went, I was chasing this guy down. I tackled him. And as I was going down, like I tackled him and he went down and my he went down on my arm and I snapped my arm in half. So when I broke my arm, it just kind of I just kind of lost all my passion for it. Like I just kind of got to be honest, I got scared of it and I didn't want to get hurt again. So I wasn't going to play. And then, then in the eighth grade, the coach at my middle school kind of really wanted me to play. Um, so I tried out for the team as a wide receiver, had a good tryout. And then I just, I never got the, you know, passion back. So I didn't have a great year and I wasn't having fun. So then that's when I just stopped. Had you kind of played basketball up until that point a little bit or, or, yeah. or was, where had, what was your relationship with basketball up until, you know, when you decided like you made a clean decision, no more football. So I played, I played basketball all growing up. Um, I just didn't like it as much as football. Um, and then once, once I kind of, um, you know, started losing my passion for football is when I met my trainer, who's kind of, you know, he's my big brother and, um, you know, my mentor, shout out, shout out to him, um, PE Hoops. He, uh, he kind of took me under his wing and that's when we really started, you know, going after this basketball stuff and, you know, training and, and, you know, I really fell in love with it, training. Like, it wasn't, like, playing the games. It wasn't the crowds. It wasn't, like, the tension, you know, I would eventually get from it. It was just 
doing it every day and, and working on my game and just being in that environment, which is like really, really made me fall, fall in love with it. So that's kind of how that came to be. So your, your trainer's first name is Paul. You know, he, he's played a significant part in your life. Um, just, you know, how much did you kind of embrace the process? Not just, you know, like you said, scoring, you mean playing in front of big crowds, but also doing the work to get you ready for those games. Um, sorry, we, we word that in another way for me. Sorry. Um, how much did you embrace like the work that you had to put in to kind of get to the point where you have all the big crowds and everything? Oh, I mean, shoot, I had to be, you know, with, with my, with my guy, Paul, it, it just, it was all or nothing. Like we talked a lot about, you know, not being foolish with this, you know, I, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of people who kind of half play basketball and he kind of just put it into me early to where like, if you're going to do this, we got to go all out. And so that's when I just really embraced like doing it a lot every single day. And, you know, when you do it, you know, it just, it forces you to get better and then it just opens more opportunities. And that's when you get to get to, you know, to the fun crowds and, and the cameras and all that. And the connection that uh, Paul had with uh, the head coach at Southern California Academy, Julius Vaughn Hanslick, how much did that play a part in your decision to head out to California? I mean, it for sure was just a big part in getting me seen. Um, you know, he was telling Julius about me, um, but Julius was like, no way. Like, this is a kid from, from Boise, Idaho. Like, no way he's going to be good enough. And then, but what really, like, like what really made it happen was I played, I was playing on an Oregon prospects AU team and we were in Vegas. It was like the last live period of the summer. It was my, it was the sophomore summer going into my junior year. And I played against Cali stars, which is Julius's um, AU team. And Julius was coaching and I played against him and he saw me and he liked, he just liked my game. And he went up to Paul and he was like, Yo, who who is that? Who is that? Who is that uh, big white kid? And uh, Paul was like, "That's the kid I've been telling you about for the last couple of years." And he's like, "No way, no way!" It's like, Paul, I need him. I need him. So that's that's how that that's how that came to be. And you go get out to Southern California Academy, and all of a sudden you see six nine seven one six ten Jackson Kohler Vincent Iwachuku. Jalen Reed, guys are at Michigan State, USC, LSU with their freshman years respectively right now. You were more of a perimeter player, Drew, when you went out there. Mm -hmm. If you wanted to take your game to the next level, I'm sure you had to kind of really embrace the physical part. How much going up against those guys last year in practice, I'm talking about Jackson, Vincent, and Jalen, really helped you? I mean, I would say that was as important for my development as anything. I mean – playing against that type of size and that type of like just strength every day, it just forces you to figure it out. You know, it's kind of like a sink or swim, sink or swim situation where you either figure it out and get stronger and get tougher and really embrace that or you don't. So I think, I think that was very instrumental in, in my development and like kind of playing a part in my jump over like the past year and a half for sure. For sure. Um, talking to Coach Julius about you, they he talked about how much you embraced feeling a leader on this group. You may have not been playing a ton of minutes. You were behind 
like we mentioned, guys who were on their way to qualified schools, but you always were someone who was could get the guys going. How much do you take pride in that, knowing that your turn was your time was going to come eventually, but you can also contribute in other ways? I mean, you know, as I started training with Paul, he always like hammered it into me that like I have to talk. Like that's that's really like that's what's really going to help me, you know? And I, I wasn't good at it at first. I really was not. And so as he just was kept like just saying and saying and saying, and I eventually got good at it. So I just came into SEA already knowing how to do it. So when I got there, I was just doing what I was taught. And, you know, I had, there was a lot of my, me and my teammates have so much ability. And I just felt like, I just felt like just, it's just a responsibility for me to make sure that they're doing what, you know, what they need to be doing to make it. Cause you know, we have just a lot of good dudes at SCA both last year and this year. So as I got closer with them, I like, I just started to really realize like I got to help these guys as much as I can. And that's just kind of when I started to become, you know, kind of like that is just realizing like I got to make sure all my guys around me, like my brothers do, do what they need to be doing. So. And then Jackson, Vincent, Jalen, they've graduated. They're on their way to their respective schools, but you play for West coast elite this summer. How big of a decision was that for you to join that AAU program? I mean, it ended up becoming a huge decision. Um, you know, I, I was, I got hurt. Um, I was having some injuries that I hadn't, so I hadn't played for a while. So, you know, I, it's not like I had a lot of options. You know, I kind of wanted to play for like a, maybe a couple of Nike programs. I, I could have played for Cali Stars, but I just didn't want to be in a situation where I wasn't playing because I, you know, I already hadn't played for about a couple months. So I just, as I was talking to some of these teams, you know, I started talking to Ryan Silver and he just, he kind of made it, made it real that he, you know, he really liked me and my game and, you know, the team just, they just kind of needed a player like me. Like they kind of just had an empty spot. So I just made the most sense just as far as the roster was. And it was just like sure that I was going to play and be able to showcase my, my abilities. So that became, you know, a really huge decision being able to, you know, play a lot and really show. July 8th, a day that, you know, we may live in infamy for Friar fans. That's when you were officially offered, or at least you posted on Twitter that you had got received an offer from the Friars. What was that conversation like the first time that you spoke to Ed Cooley? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, first of all, it just was kind of, you know, surreal. You know, I, I had, you know, because I had, it's just been so quiet for like that past six months. And it was, it was after like my first couple games in Atlanta. It was like this first, it was like the third, the third session of the Under Armour things. And he called me, he just was like, you know, hey, Drew, you know, I just want to say I really liked your game. Um, You know, and then we just started kind of talking. He was just asking me questions about, you know, myself. And then he started just kind of educating me on Providence and, who he was and and he just said you know I really really love your game and you know we want to offer you a scholarship and and then all of a sudden the summer progresses how much did you keep in contact with coach Cooley throughout the summer a lot 
we were talking a lot, like every day. Um, you know, we just were just chopping about everything. He was checking in on me, making sure I was good. And so it was, it was a lot. He was recruiting me really hard. And all of a sudden, the decision comes to that to the time when you want to line up your official visits and you only get five of them. How much, you know, I think you went to USC, you had, you went to PC, obviously, you had others lined up. What's that decision process like when you start to cut schools? And because you, mm. you had a wide net, and but all of a sudden you had to like narrow it down because you, know, you want to get closer to November when you can officially sign an important piece of paper. Mm. I mean, I just, what I really was looking for was, you know, I had a lot of schools that like fit me as a basketball player. And I had a lot of schools that had, you know, opportunity for me to go and play. Um, so it really just came down to the relationship I have with the, you know, the head coaches and the entire coaching staff. So as I was going through my process, I was just, I was just telling, like, I'm really just looking to build a real, a real relationship. So I can really trust you. And, you know, as I was scheduling visits, it just was what schools were trying their hardest to like, you know, really get to know me and, you know, make sure I get to know them. Um, so, you know, as I started scheduling like USC, Providence and the other schools, I just was basing it off how important I was to them and how, you know, they really wanted to develop a relationship. So that was, that was the biggest thing for me. What was your reaction when you found out that uh, Ed Cooley was going to fly out to California just to see you practice, knowing fully well that you were on your way just a few days later to PC for your official visit? I mean, I was just like, wow. Wow. I mean, it just that meant a lot to me because, he, you know, he didn't have to do that at all, but he did it to, you know, make sure I felt like he was really all in for me. And, you know, he really wants – to make sure that I feel, you know, like I said, you know, really wanted and, and that he really showed me that he really wanted to know that he cared and wanted to me to get to know him. And so that, that really meant the world to me for sure. And you come Very to important. and, you know, how much was your mind made up? Were you still kind of, you know, I want to keep an open mind because I still have visits to take, so to speak, but you know, that impression of coach Cooley flying out to California, I'm sure like we said, it, it left an impression with you. However, you get to PC. Did that feel like, you know, everything that I truly want is right here at uh, Providence College? No, uh, exactly. Like I came into that visit saying, I want to, I want to take all five visits. You know, I want to really make sure I do my due diligence. Um, but you know, to be completely honest, I came in with, you know, a really good relationship with, uh, with coach Cooley already. So I felt like he was, I was probably closest with him in comparison to like all the other head coaches I was talking to. So I think that was really important. And then when I came and I just saw, I just, I was just, you know, just going down the list to the minute stuff. I was like, just check, 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 check. So finally, like, it was just, I think it was Friday, I think it was Friday or Saturday night. It was Friday night. I was just sitting down. I was like, it was just a feeling in my gut. I was like, this is my school. So that's, I swear that's what, that's what it was. It was like just a feeling in my gut. And I just, I've learned to trust that. And I just felt like there's not much I could be shown, you know, by another school that 
could convince me that you know this is not my school. So that's kind of how I felt in that situation. Yeah. Did you uh, did you tell Coach Cooley in person? Were you able to tell him in person that you know, I'm going to be verbally mm -hmm. admit to you? And what was that reaction like when you when you got the, when you told him that news? I mean, it was it was awesome. It was just a great moment. Um, it's something I'll remember for you know my entire life. You know, we everyone was super happy. You know, just ecstatic. So I'm definitely gonna remember that for the rest of my life. Because not a lot of prospects like you have the opportunity to tell the head coach in person that you have it. Usually it could be a text message. You have to make a phone call. But for you to tell him on your visit, you know, like you said, you'll, you'll remember that moment for the rest of your life. Yeah. No, it was great. It was great. I'm blessed, blessed. But you won't be the only uh, Southern California Academy uh, prospect coming to PC next year. You'll be uh, joined by Garway Duell. Um, he'll be in his first year out there in uh, in SoCal. Um, did you have the opportunity to uh, play against or with Garway on the? Uh, I think it was there was a Pangos event earlier this month. Or did you have an opportunity yeah. to kind of, you know, cross paths with him before you know starting up in Southern California? And what was that relationship like? So I had never played against him. I, to be honest, I haven't. I've never heard of him <laughs> before. I got to uh, you know before he committed to SoCal, and then I met him for the first time when I moved into to the uh, house. So you know, we just kind of just started talking. You know, we started. We had some practices going, some workouts, and we were just talking. And then we went to that Pangos event, and we they put me on the ended up. There was some type of confusion, but I ended up got switched to Garway's team, and I was like, "Oh, perfect! This is a perfect chance, you know, to you know build some chemistry." And then it just came out, and it was like that. Like we, I felt we just had a lot of chemistry. We were assisting each other, throwing lobs. I was kicking it out to him, so it was really awesome. Like first time we played together, we had chemistry just from the get go. And he's, you know, we've gotten pretty close. I would say, you know, definitely one of my best friends on the team. For sure. Um, and also uh, from locally, you have uh, Pawtucket's Isaiah Miranda out there. Um, you've gotten to know him a little bit. What's it like uh, seeing him go through his recruiting process right now? I mean, it's cool. You know, he's a cool guy. He's a great player. You know, we've talked a little bit about, like, you know, what we're looking for and what he's you – know, what I'm looking for and what he's looking for and just kind of comparing our processes. And it's been really cool. You know, he kind of – kind of put some things into perspective for me i kind of shared a little bit of what i felt like i've learned in my situation so that was super cool because obviously you know he's he's pretty highly recruited um you know by a lot of schools so it was, it was cool to be able to talk to him about that for sure drew i will give you the opportunity to you know you can talk about your game what kind of player can fire fans expect beginning in the fall of 2023 First off, I just want to say that you know I'm gonna I'm gonna work my butt off. Um, you know that's just the type of player and um, you know person I am. And I really pride myself on you know working off you know in in the in the lab in the gym, but then also like on the court. I'm gonna work my butt off. I promise you that. Um, but like I said, like when I felt like I said when I when I fell in love with basketball by training, like that's that's really the truth. So I really work on my game. And that's why you know some some coaches call me versatile is because I work on everything. 
Um, so you definitely see a little bit of everything, dribble, pass, shoot. Um, you know, I'm going to rebound the ball. Really, I'm, I'm going to go for rebounds. I'm going I'm to play defense. Um, but I'm just, I'm just going to work. I'm going to be a workhorse for sure. Drew, you're officially off the hot seat. I appreciate you spending some time uh, talking about, you know, your past and what the, your recruiting was like and, you know, telling Fire fans uh, what they can expect when you officially come on board. But this must be a huge weight off your shoulders uh, to be done with your recruiting. For sure. For sure. Now I can just focus on winning games, getting better. You got, And uh, you guys have a interesting schedule, to say the least, when it comes out. You'll be uh, up against uh, – tough competition all over the country and we'll be tracking your progress along with Garway and Isaiah as well. And I appreciate you spending some time and I appreciate everyone listening to the latest episode of Ocean State Sidelines. We'll be back with a fresh episode pretty soon, but until then, take care everyone. And thank you for listening.